Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another Manchester United Liverpool show, people. Manchester United Liverpool show, Manchester United podcast analysis at Anfield podcast. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United or Liverpool related. One of the Liverpool representatives is in the building already. Ram is here. Yes, Ram, what are you telling me? You good? Yeah, man, I'm good. Another another week, another comeback. It is what it is at Liverpool, isn't it, man? Just, yeah, man, just... we're we going to get to it. Look at this guy, yo. Look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, like, he's already guy. started, man. He's already this started. This guy, yeah, serious. I should have cancelled the show. But lads, <laughs> to everyone in the chat, bump up the likes. Let's bump up those likes, people. As soon as you land, like, check, one, two, one, two. Make sure you share across all of the socials and subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV as well. Big up to everyone who's just joined over from the raid from Shameless FC. Love to Lewis every single time as well. Ryan will be here shortly as well, people. But hit that like button. Please share across all the socials. Let's get as many people in here as possible. And like I said, subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV. Keep all your comments, questions, Manchester United or Liverpool related. Of course, if you super chat, we'll get straight to it as well as Ram. Even though I asked Ram about himself, he's talking about Liverpool already. But yes, Manchester United travelled to Bayern Munich in poor form. Liverpool, like Ram said, another comeback win. Four wins in a row for them. So it's all going well over there. And I called it and I'm annoyed that I'm right. But here we are. I actually called it about these lot and why they would win games. I even called the comeback. That's the crazy um, crazy thing. Big up mm -hmm. to Sheik. Says, big up the man. Then run up the likes when you enter. Subscribe if you haven't. Check out the membership as well. People, let's get flawless to 10K soon. Yeah, man. We're trying to obviously get up to roll to 9K, then roll to 10K as well. Make sure you subscribe to the Ram stand as well. I will add the link in the title as well. Ryan's in the cup. Even though I just seen him, I still got to ask him if he's good because a lot could have changed in that two minutes. So I'm like, you never know. Yes, Ryan, what are you saying? Yeah, good man. Nothing's changed in the two minutes, don't we? I was just, I was just making sure you never know in it. Two minutes. <laughs> well, thanks for two asking. Two minutes. Anything is. Has any yeah, man. No. Not a major. Not major. Nah, just ram smug face. You know what I'm saying? That's it. <laughs> That's it. Look at him. Look at this guy's smug face. You know. Oh yeah, you, know, you yeah. guys lost as well, innit? Well, yeah. What I'm saying you watched. No, I like you didn't watch. To be fair, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch oh, it. Didn't yeah, watch I, it. Did, I didn't even watch your game either. I just saw that. I'm surprised. It wasn't live, innit? Yeah. I'm surprised first. Smash those likes, people. Big up the Sarcasm City crew. Hey, big up to TJ as well because he just became monetized on his own channel. And he just big, went over 500 subs. So go subscribe. Great channel over there. Uh, big up King Calvin, Warrior J. I see you, PJ Daily, Daniel as well. Um, let me know the result of the game you went to as well because you said it was Doncaster Rovers versus Everton. Was it in the St. John's Paint Trophy? I think you said it was, Daniel. Didn't Correct they play him in the Carabao Cup a couple of weeks ago? Nah, but I'm talking about there's a game tonight that he went to. Well, yesterday, technically, now that he's talking about. Uh, Warrior J says, Flawless is all right. If I could ask a Champions League question before you talk about the topic, your thoughts on Group F so far? Yeah, of course, Warrior J. Of course, because it was Champions League. So we'll answer any questions like that in regards to it. But thoughts so far... Um, the game AC Newcastle I thought was a good game both teams there wasn't much in it AC Milan were the better side why Rafael Leal decided to back heel it I have no idea rather than just shoot um, Newcastle going forward didn't create anything their first shot on target wasn't until added on time defensively resilient as I expected their midfield didn't get going like uh, Bruno G in Antonali Bruno was I think poor. Yeah, he was poor. He was poor. But I, I don't expect... think he's been good so far this season, uh, to be honest. I, 
I still expect Newcastle to get out of that group, and that's a great result for them. Nil-nil away at the San Siro is a very good result for if, them. If you don't think it is. If Borussia Dortmund... People saying that group is a group of depth. If you look at this season, those two, they all them teams stink. I think Dortmund finished bottom. So then that makes it... If all the teams stink, then it makes it a stink fest. And it's just it tough. is a stink fest. Like, Dortmund's been shocking this season. I, yeah. I think they're like 13th in the Bundesliga, Jeez. or even like mid-table in the Bundesliga. And then like, my team Stuttgart is third. Says a lot. Like, they've been stinky. And also... Milan got pumped by Inter, and you could see the the golf in class between those two teams. It's mad. And PSG, PSG lost lost this game week. So yeah, yeah, they lost against Nice. But that's why I think it will be. And all the games shown that that they were close, like drawing nil nil, um, the AC Milan Newcastle game. And I watched PSG versus Dortmund, and not for a. I don't think it was a penalty. Even though, again, PSG, very much like AC Milan with a better side, they didn't create a whole hell of a lot. And if that penalty is not given, maybe a different... So PSG, you mean? You said AC Milan. Yeah, yeah, P- PSG. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, PSG, if they don't get that, that uh, fortunate penalty, I believe it's a very fortunate decision. I think it's very tough on Dortmund. If that is given against Manchester United, I'm livid because there's no way um, Mbappe miss kicking a shot. And I think, was it Schlotterbeck or Sule? I can't remember which centre-back it was for Dortmund, who is literally, pre-pause, sliding down and the ball to block the shot. Yeah, I know, hilarious. And the ball hits his arm. He's not even on the ground. Like, how is that in any way, shape or form a penalty when he's literally, pre-pause again, on the way down? What are we doing? What? All how? I'm, all how? I'm saying, Leal's got blood oh. on his hand oh yeah 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 he does oh. Leal, my guy but he's got blood on his hand yeah I don't Leal's know why he's got so much blood on his yeah. hand he was not so even not, it's the first the first even that chance was like epitomized the game because he's had so many opportunities mm. to do something with the ball and just nothing nothing at all and the guy doesn't even learn how to shoot like he just wants to dribble past. he wants to do like a Thierry on me just dribble past everyone and score sometimes yeah, you just need he did do all the work that he needed he to do. All, the... all he had to, he went past three man, shoot and score, and he tried to back heal it. And Liao, my guy, like that's one of my favorite players. Like I'm a big fan, but today, not it. Today wasn't mm-hmm. it. Even the build up, everything was sublime. The flick to, I can't remember who it might have been Hernandez, and then Hernandez then played him in. He's gone past three players, and then you go to back heal it. But yeah, I expect. I still stand by from today. Just to answer the question, Warrior J. I think Newcastle and PSG are the two teams that get out of that group. And I stand on that. I didn't see anything today from Dortmund going forward. No. And AC Milan, for all the possession they had, they're so reliant on Leal. I thought Chiguazi yeah. was bright, but... Always okay. offside, in my opinion. Yeah, you got Loftus-Cheek. Um, who else played in midfield? Loftus-Cheek. Well, right, it's loftus Oh my god, the Pobega, Pobega, was was actually yeah. all right. That's what I called him. I can't remember his name. He just too many pot shots from distance. I was like, bro, just pass the ball in it. And then <laughs> Ruben, oh my god, Ruben left butt cheek, bro. Oh my god, there was an opportunity where he I just, like if he just, if he just looked up and square, if he just actually looked up and saw yeah. what was in front of him. Yeah, he yeah. squared he, it properly. He could squared it to Liao. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he oh, it's just like, oh my yeah. god, it's just like, that's it. Well, yeah, that that that's what I would say. And yeah, that Milan game was frustrating for a Milan fan. I'm sure 26 shots. Yeah, because a lot of them were straight. Like the Liao one, and then there was a header from I think it was Hernandez. And I'm like, you got to score that. You're six yards out. 
and he's not managed to. Oh no, it wasn't Hernandez. Who was? It was Giroud. Alright, cool. Yeah, that's even worse know, because it's Giroud. Giroud's yeah, good yeah, in the yeah. air. You gotta do better. You do. Hey, V1, big up for the super chat as well. Don't worry, people. I'm starring all the best questions in regards to Manchester United and Liverpool. And, and Lewis, says, Lewis, I will continuously call him Ruben left butt cheek because he yeah, is man. butt cheeks, bro. He should have just saying. squared it back to, to, to Leo on the edge. Like, he didn't look up, bro. He just he anticipated. He just hit, yeah, he just hit an area. Yeah, yeah I hear you. Um, Flawless, if you had a choice, a win versus Bayern Munich or a win versus Burnley. I'd go a win versus Bayern Munich because what that would do for the confidence of the team. So if you go away to the... No matter what Bayern Munich team you're playing, if you go there and win, that is morale boosting. That shuts up so much of the criticism. That shuts up so much of fan anyone who... Well, not anybody, but many fans like myself who have doubt if you go there and put in a performance and get a win. I think the best result we can get is a draw. I've not even contemplated going there and getting a win. That has not entered my mind whatsoever. Bear in mind, people, what I just said, the best result we can get is a draw. And I'm picking a draw because I'm a Manchester United fan and it's more in hope than expectation. People haven't noticed, as much as I criticise Manchester United, I never pick us to lose. No, it's that. That's the Mr. Manchester United fan, my bias. But I'll let you lot know. So, yes, I would definitely go a win versus Bayern Munich. Plus, that puts us in, great, in a great standing in the group. If we were to beat Bayern Munich, again, no one in the chat say, oh, you, we're not, someone in the chat's going to say, oh, you're going to get packed by Bayern Munich. If you say that, I'm going to block you because I'm not trying to say we win. I'm just using it as an example to respond to the super chat. If we beat Bayern Munich, that puts you in a great standing to get out of the group because then it's Galatasaray at home and then it's back-to-back -back against Copenhagen. You should really be out of sight in the group. You should be minimum. After beating Bayern Munich, you should be at 10 points. With those three as your next three games. Galatasaray at home and then back to back against Copenhagen. Then you should win. So that, that's my thoughts on it. But big up for the super chat every single time, V1. And Daniel says 2 0 win versus Everton Academy in the EFL trophy. Hey, man, I'm glad you lot won. And also, big up to Andy MU as well, who just became a member of the channel. He just became a sarcasm soldier. Hey, big up to you, man. Sarcasm City soldier. Much appreciate, Andy. If you're on socials and you want to join, I know you would have seen the perks, but if you want to join the, um, the group chat on the Instagram, if you want to join the members Q&As, just drop your Instagram, your Twitter, and let me know. But big up, man. Much appreciated for joining the membership. Much, much, much appreciated. Um, V1 says, if Arsenal are the four favourites, the Champions League must be weak. The Champions League is weak. That's why if you get together... Why I was so dis more disappointed about Manchester United's transfer window and what we did. Because if you put together a decent side and get a favourable draw, you could reach the latter stages. We legit watched Inter Milan do it. At the start of last season, nobody, apart from Inter Milan fans, was talking about Inter Milan going far in that competition. But if you are on the right side of the draw, you can win. You can get into latter stages and potentially win competitions. We watched Manchester United do it last season with the Carabao Cup. Favourable draws. Has Sam still complaining about it now? Still. The season after, talking about the favourable draw. Like, that's our fault. Take advantage of that. Props to Inter Milan. They did that. I've seen, again, people, oh, is it more special if you win the Champions League if it's a tougher road? No. I've seen Manchester United win the Champions League twice. The first time, just probably the hard... I don't think there's been a tougher run to a Champions League final we had. Bear in mind, drawn in a group of death. Then playing Inter Milan with Brazilian Ronaldo and everybody else. Then playing Juventus with Zidane. That's two of the best players we've ever seen on the planet. They make people's all... If you're of a certain age, those two make your 11s. They are, that's the best striker and the best central midfielder I've ever seen. 
that we played. And then you add in a top quality Bayern Munich side on top of that. Bear in mind, we got Drew against Bayern Munich and Barcelona in a group of death. Bromby was the other team. And then I seen us win it in 08, where we played Roma and Leon. And the group, I can't remember who was in the group, but it wasn't good. I celebrated them both. Yeah, go on, Ram. What was you going to say about runs to the champs? I mean, I, I'm a firm believer that the, the team that has the hardest run to the Champions League final ends up winning it. Um, I think if you look at um, if you look at the two times we won it, uh, we won it. Um, we played Chelsea, Mourinho's Chelsea, Juventus, uh, Juventus with Ibrahimovic, Cannavaro, AC Milan, and mm. there's another team, Leverkusen. Leverkusen were in the yeah. last. Yeah, with like Hans Jorger Butt and um Dimitar Berbatov and things like that. Um and then if you look at even our twenty nineteen run, we had PSG, Napoli, and then obviously managed by Carlo Ancelotti as well. Yeah, red and Red Star Belgrade. And then round of sixteen was Bayern, then Porto, then Barca, then obviously Tottenham. And Tottenham's run was a lot easier than ours. Tottenham they had City. They had City, but... Is it just City? They had City Barcelona in the group, I think. Tottenham. Yeah, but I'm still a believer that if you win, if you win, if you get the hardest draw and you get to the final, more times or not, you end up winning it. You, the only time you, I'd you're kind of true. It, you got a point because even when we played Real Madrid in the final club of years ago, we had a good um, straightforward run to the final, remember? And Madrid had that proper hard run. Remember, they had to play... What was it? All three English sides and PSG in the knockouts. Whereas we had like in in the knockouts, we had was it Inter Milan, Benfica, and Villarreal, wasn't it? Yeah, and they had yeah. like PSG, Chelsea, City. Like that's why I say like we talk about the two comebacks in twenty nineteen, Liverpool's and Tottenham's. Our the reason why I still believe we won that the way we did because we had Barcelona, not Ajax. If we had Ajax, it would have been. I think it would have been a different story. But because we had Barcelona, and it was Messi who literally Messi had the goal. He had the goal that season. He had the goal, and I was like, "I'm gonna win this for Barcelona." Yeah, Messi was on smoke that season. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, it kind of doesn't matter, in my opinion. I think the 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 easiest, the harder you have it, or the the more hard teams you face, the more likely you are of going to actually win the trophy because all momentum at the end of the day. I ain't even doing momentum. I'm glad of everyone that is tapped in. There's over 90 people in the building. Big up my Don Carefree Lewis G in, in the chat. This guy hilarious. Man said, what do you say? <laughs> Ruben Loftus cheek over McNuggets. This guy hilarious. But there's over 90 people in here. Let's bump up the likes, people. How are we only at 26 likes? Let's get us up to 60 likes, people. What are we doing? Hit that like button. What is going on, man? Hit that like button. And yeah, V1, back to it. The Champions League is weak overall. To me, like I said, if you once you take out City and you take out Real Madrid... I don't really rate the teams like that. There's no one like a Bayern Munich are there or Arsenal are there. Um, PSG, maybe. A PSG are there. But I don't look at any of these sides and go, wow, they're exceptional. Good sides, yeah. yes. Okay. Very good sides. But I never look, and this it's is the, the weakest it's been in a the, minute to me. The go pool on. of pl uh, players and quality of players that are around is just so concentrated on Spain and England. Mm. Everyone else is just so far behind. You could argue Bayern Munich as well. Bayern Munich got a decent team. But look at Madrid. Even to an extent, Barcelona, they got themselves a decent team. Obviously, you got the English clubs as well. Everyone else is just so far behind, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's legit. And big up to V1 for another super chat. Again, much appreciated. It says his United's treble better than City's fought. 
I'm going to say, yeah, one, because of my Manchester United fan, and two, we played tougher opposition, and three, we weren't favourites for it. I think Saints said it on the show. They were odds on for a treble. Odds they on, were, they were, yeah, they they were, were. favourites for a treble. Like, I don't know if people don't realise that when Manchester United won that treble, we weren't even favourites for the Premier League. It was we Arsenal. Didn't, we didn't win it the year before. Arsenal won it in a very... Uh, Arsenal team, I think, is supremely slept on. I think that's one of the best Arsenal sides we've ever seen. Than that year. People sleep on the Arsenal side. I think it was I top think, quality. I think people sleep on the, the, the other team that won the double. The 01 OT team. Oh, you reckon that one first? But Arsenal have had some quality sides, but I have to go back and check it. But like, I think because Overmars is one of my like, I'm glad he you don't play no more because Jesus is one of my favorite wingers from that time. But um, I would definitely say as plus like Paul Skull said to um, I forgot he was getting interviewed by, but he said, "Yo, we did it first as well." But that's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say ours is better, but they're both incredible feats to do whether you're favorites whether you get a favorable draw or not doing that is tough because you are under immense pressure but i would just say ours but that's just me as a united fan city fans are gonna say that's makes sense but we're the only two english clubs to do it let's see what else you are saying in the chat let's get to some liverpool stuff as well uh warrior j says ram thoughts on liverpool's 3-1 win against wolves yeah i mean First half was a shit show, in my opinion. Um, I think Klopp made a fatal error playing McAllister um, because it's, it's like a given rule. You do not play the South American brothers straight after international because, one, their game is a lot closer to the Premier League game and, two, they have to travel stupid amount of miles to get back to England and they don't have as much actual warm-up and training before compared to the other players in the team. So, And when Klopp, he was playing as well. And yeah, it also add he was playing in Bolivia in like was it twenty thousand? Not even twenty thousand. Like eleven thousand above sea level. Bro, we're talking about. We're talking about you know when planes start to descend oh, from bro, the clouds are, down yeah. there down to that level. We're talking that level of sea level. But planes you know? have collapsed there, bro. Like they've collapsed in that stadium, so, like because of the oxygen levels at the end of the day. And then Klopp thought it was a good idea to play starting against Wolves. Like, what are you doing, fam? Like, yeah, I was like, bro, what are we doing? Like, I was in like, and I think he should have started Endo. In my opinion, I think Endo was coming off a massive high with what he did with Japan. I actually agree. Um, I think he, I think also him being a big part of it had a really good game against Germany as well. Should have started him, but. Like he did against Newcastle, he ends up rewriting what he did wrong, changed the tactics. Um, certain players stepped up, like, as in Soboslai. Soboslai, the more I speak about him and the more I see him, the more he ends up surprising me. Like I did not know he had the capabilities of playing as a deep-line playmaker. Because that's what he played in that game. Mm -hmm. He played as a deep-line playmaker, almost as a six. And try to dictate play from the from like the halfway line, and he was amazing at it. Passing range was amazing. I always knew he had a great passing range, but I did not know he had the intelligence to do what he did as a as a six. In my opinion, keeping ball keeping the ball ticking and doing stuff like that, I didn't know he had the capabilities of that. So I think Curtis equally enough credit as well for that because I think both him and and Dom held it really well that midfield to get that double pivot together second half. Like I think um, both of them did to be they absolutely nullified Neto. It's them two that stopped Neto from actually getting the ball. And he was the biggest outlet for them. 
so again, big credit has to go to them, man. And we took our chances. At the end of the day, we took our chances. But I have to say it again, we cannot afford to be doing this foolishness in the first 20 Rams minutes, Rams in the first Rams 45 minutes. Rams done. Go on, answer the question yeah. back in one sec. Go we on, we can't on. just keep on doing this foolishness of doing of playing poorly in the first 45 minutes, the first 20 minutes, even the first 10 minutes. And we can't be doing it every single game of the week. And that is the biggest problem that we have at this moment. We start hella slow. And we just allow teams to get onto us. So I'm still not convinced. But at the end of the day, a win's a win. And especially after international break at 12.30, I'm going to take every single win that we get. I completely agree with you, bro. And like, you know, three points was the most important thing. I'm, I'm very happy with that at the end of the day. I'm very happy with the points return we've had after the first five games. But like, it's like you said, we can't act like that first half didn't happen. It happened and it was bad, in it? And look, I can forgive you, you know, coming off the back of an international break, most of your plays going on that international break, obviously. I can forgive you if you're a bit off it, you know, in the first, at the beginning of the game, first half of the game on the first game back. You know, you saw City 1-0 down at half time, for example. Spurs struggled to get their win against home to Sheffield United. You, you, it's, I can understand you being a bit off it, off the levels in the first game. But not that bad. That first half was... It should never have been anywhere near that bad. Do you get what I mean? Like, it was really, really bad. Yeah, Against yeah. the Wolves team, which are like... You know, let's be real, bro. They're not, a, they're not a great team or anything, Wolves. Like, we should be beating them quite easily. And that first half, you know, on the ball, off the ball, it was just shocking, bro. It could like, have been two or three. It should have been two or three. It could, should it have been, sorry. put that chance away... And it's 2 no. I don't think we're coming back to win that game. And that we're having a completely different conversation if that chance goes in right now. So, at the end of the day, and that comes from Klopp's fuck-ups, you know, like I said, should like you said, Ram should never have started McAllister. Should never have started him. I, I don't even rate Endo like that. But I, I agree, I would have started Endo ahead of McAllister in that position. And playing Joe Gomez as an inverted fullback, what was that all about? Like, what was that all about? Force is laughing just at the sound. The sound of that, that sentence. That is crazy. That Joe is, Gomez that is, is an inverted fullback. That is crazy, yo. So, our double, so, in possession, right, when Joe Gomez was inverting, our double pivot was Joe Gomez and a McAllister that needed oxygen, bro. That was our double... And, and Bro, like, how bad is that? That's on Klopp. And look, that's why I can't give Klopp that much... I'm not going to overhype Klopp for the other day. Mm. Because, like, yeah, his in-game management was very good. But, like I said, he was doing what he should have done, which was correct the fuck-ups that... Correct his own fuck-ups from the beginning. Mm. Bro, like I just said, playing McAllister and playing Joe Gomez as an inverted fullback. Bro, like, if Cunha... Like I said, if Cunha scores that chance, we're not coming back to win that game. We're going in on Klopp right now for that. That's all on Jurgen Klopp then. But because we won and he made good changes um, and tactical um, change, very good tactical change... You know, we're giving him credit, but at the end of the day, we all know what that king, what could have happened and what probably should have happened. So, like I said, I'm not going to give Klopp that much credit for the other day because it was his fuck-ups from the start which caused that mess. So, fair, fair. that's the thing. I um, just want to say, yeah, big up to Munts, big six bands for the raid. You know what I'm saying? Big up Munts every time. That's family. Big up the whole big six bands familiar. That's family. Large up to everyone who's joined over from that. Let's bump up these likes, though. Why is this looking like a Manchester United conversion rate? What is going on? How's there 100, over 150 of you lot in here and we're at 37 likes? That is the spin. That's as bad as playing Joe Gomez as an inverted fullback. 
people. No, that's it's as not. Bad as, that's, as, that's as bad as, uh, you know what I'm saying, basing your whole system around Anthony. Because he's not there, you play a diamond in 2023. That's 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 how bad this is. I really, I, you know what? I genuinely love to all of you lot. You know what I'm saying? You are my guys. But that like rate is not it. Over 150 or at 39 likes. Come on, oh, man. That's yeah. to 80 likes. Conversion. Yeah, girls up to what are we doing, man. Girls up to girls up to eighty likes. What what is that's happening? like Nicholas Jackson conversion? That's like Nicholas Jackson shot. That's how disgusting <laughs> that is. See what I'm saying? Oh, that <laughs> just shot, a oh, shot. Have you seen the meme they've put with the what's it called with the net getting bigger? Have you seen? Oh yeah, yeah it had meme to going be like, I had to be to Ryan. Oh, it, hilarious. Oh, it had hilarious. to be it was it had to be like three times bigger <laughs> just to get it into the net. Oh my god, I saw that. I was like, bro. Hold that, Lewis. Hold big, that. A, a big up G in the chat as well. And I am starring the best questions as well. Don't worry, people. I'm starring the best questions. Do not get mistaken. Of course, if you super chat, I will get to it. But I'm going to get to all the questions again. Um, and large up to G, who was on here last week. And you're going to see G. him on here again as well. I do actually want to get, I need to talk to G because I do want to get him on on a show permanently. I need to pattern something with him. But so subscribe to his channel as well. Doing great work. He says, Ram, tell the truth. Do you think we are playing well? Don't give me political answers, please. Just yes or no. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> you on your case? Uh, this Talk guy. About nah. If we talk about a team that wants to go on and challenge City, are we overall in terms of an actual game? Are we actually overall playing well? No. Only when in the middle, most times or not, the only time I actually can say that we played well is against Aston Villa. From start to finish, yeah. Exactly. And I'm talking about we dominate a game. We haven't dominated a game. And it's worrying you that we say so, keep... the home game you won 3-0? Against Villa? Yeah, that's the only Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I mean, other than other than that Villa game, okay, obviously. Okay, first, first, first. But first. It, uh, flawless, how many games have we played? Five? Yeah, yeah. Five. And who's the opposition that we played? Bournemouth, who I think we should be dominating. Mm-hmm. Um Chelsea. Chelsea, uh, Chelsea, and give or take. I mean, Newcastle, Newcastle again, yeah. give or take. But the and Wolves, we should be dominating, man. Yeah. Like, what yeah. we're doing here? If we're so-called expected to go and challenge City, then we should be dominating these sort of games. We shouldn't be having to rely on tactical changes just to re-salvage what we what we already messed up. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna keep it hundred. Great, great men. Do you know what I'll say? I'll say this, and I'll give a little bit of credit. It's great mentality for us to come back the way we did. We always having a comeback is always great for mentality. But I don't need you guys to prove mentality to me. I already know yeah. what you guys are about. I need you guys to prove that you have the capabilities of dominating a game. Mm. Like Shabastai, don't need to prove nothing to me. I already know what he's about. I know already know he's a bad man. Mac don't need to prove nothing to me. It's all is all about can you prove what you can do on the pitch and dominate other uh, other teams and for so far they haven't been doing that and i'm going to criticize them i'll give so much praise to klopp and, and the boys for coming back as in i get asked ryan i gave klopp so much praise for the in-game tactical analysis he's put yeah. on changing it to a four, a four triple two the way he actually meant to play a four triple two yeah. <clears throat> ragnick you know what i mean that's what I was saying. Taking shot at Ragnick, you know. <laughs> That's a bit Ragnick. You know what it is? You know what I'd yeah, say? I'd say we're, mm. we're having periods in games where we're playing really well. 
But that's not enough. You you look at, for example, the Chelsea game. I thought up until Chelsea scored their equaliser, I thought we were very good that game. Agreed. Um, if it weren't for Salah, you know, being like an inch offside, we go 2-0 mm-hmm. up, it's a, we'd probably win that game. Mm-hmm. Bournemouth, I think, apart from the first 20 minutes of that game, I thought we played very well that game. But again, bad start to that game. Newcastle, you know, towards the end, I thought we played well. Um, Villa was very good from start to finish. Um, and Wolves, very good second half. But again, it's periods in games. We need to be performing like we did against Villa from start to finish, dominating our opponent. You know, instead of having letting them have these periods of games, whether it's from the start or whether it's allowing them to come back into games, you know, we need to cut that out and we need to start, you know, playing well throughout the whole 90 minutes, not in, you know, a half a football, man. It's just annoying, bro. Like having, going 1-0 down again in games, it's just... It's just annoying, you. You know, it should it should be so much easier for us because we got the quality there to dominate our opponents. You know, this isn't the same team from last season. We got new plays in. It's a different team. There seems like a, you know, a refresh there. And you know, whilst we we're getting the results, we still need to go up some games, in my opinion. So, so yeah. That's I just got a question for LT for the double in the trap. Um, I know you said well, you carry on. If I if I start like my connection starts moving dodgy, man will reset my 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 route up. But go on, carry on. Just so yeah, you know, go on, carry um, on. I'm just gonna say LSE for the double. How, what mm. what would you say was size percentage off the top of your head? I'm really intrigued to know what you what you say. Percentage in terms of what passing completion oh, passes right, completed. Okay. And G saying I just need a yes or no to be honest. I think we're kind of dead. Bro, if I just oh my. No, we are we aren't playing well. I think you're playing well in spells, but then mm, certain right. times it's bad. Certain We're not playing, playing well, well enough, I'd say. Yeah, for yeah. long enough periods. Yes, yeah. I, I agree with Dallas. Like, the first and second game. Yeah, exactly. No, I agree. The first and second half, you lot against Wolves is like just two yes. different. Yes. You can <laughs> you can still dominate even when you're defending. If you know what I mean, yeah. you can still look comfortable defending. Whenever we get attacked, mm. we always look really. We always look like we're gonna concede. Um yeah. you know what I mean. So right. yeah. V1, big up for the super chat again. Much appreciated. Says best eleven in in the Premier League, Liverpool, obviously. So he's asking you two Liverpool fans on ability. So best we'll go to you first, Ram boys. Is everybody this fit, our best team? Everybody or? available. Yeah, so I'm guessing he's talking about actually let us know V1. Liverpool I think he's talking team. about this season. Is I it think. this season or all time? Are you saying this season or all time? Let us know. V1. I think it means this season. What's I'm our strongest eleven this season? This season. All right, well, yeah. this season. Don't let us know in a second, though. But go on, Ram. This season, everybody fit, everybody available. Who's your yeah. best? Who's your? Who's the best eleven? Uh, goalkeeper. I'd say no brainer in my opinion. Uh, right back Trent, centre backs Kanate, Van Dijk. Left back Robertson, big up Robertson. His performance in the second half, especially, was really good. Um, that oh, game. Oh no, no, no! Switch it. He said all time. He did say all oh, time. All oh, time. Go so all time. all time in the Prem era. In the Premier mm. League era, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah, go on, Ram. You know, Allison's in goal. You got to smile and flutter your eyelashes about him. Allison, go on. No one tried. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just reading LSE for the doubles. Uh, comment. Yeah, we'll get like, to it. I'll start. Don't yeah. worry, I'll start it, but we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, go um, on to this for, from um, all time, all time. So goalkeeper again, it's going to be Allison for me. Yeah. Big up Pepe Reina, but Allison in terms of overall keepers, better in my opinion. Um, right back, Trent. I don't think there's a massive pool of players to pick. 
obviously big up Marcus Babel, who was a really, really good right back and also played as centre back at times. But again, Trent, his technical ability and everything is just another level for me. Um, are we going to alternate between me and Ryan, or do you want me to give my full eleven and then give us the full eleven? Give us okay. the full eleven because then it gives Ryan more time to uh, um, think as well. <laughs> centre backs probably um, Van Dyke. And ability-wise, I'll go for Daniel Aga instead of Sammy Hupia. Because okay. I think Aga was a very, very, very good centre-back and very, very good technically. Like He was ahead of his time, way ahead of his time. We're talking about ball-playing centre-backs and being able to um, be comfortable on the ball and also being really good defensively. He was ahead of his time, in my opinion. Mm. Um, Left-back, Robbo got again in there, in my opinion. Mm. Um, DM Shabby Alonso, my guy Shabby has to be Agreed. in the hundred percent. I think he's one of the most underrated central midfielders in the Premier League. Without that, yeah. I think he's top top quality. I think hundred percent, hundred percent. Next to Shabby, it'll probably be Tiago. Okay. So it'll be him and Tiago will be playing in the centre midfield again. Mm-hmm. Talking on ability, Tiago is probably one of the most technically gifted midfielders we've ever had in the Premier League. That is crazy. Crazy. Um, And then sentiment next to him, it's got to be Stevie. Stevie's got to be in there, in my opinion. Stevie G, yeah. Yeah, no no doubt about that. Then right midfield has got to be Mo Salah, 100% every day of the week. Mm -hmm. Left wing, it will be Luis Diaz. Sorry, not Luis Diaz. What am I saying? Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane. Luis Diaz. I don't know why I was thinking about Luis Diaz that time. I was like, nah, left wing Sadio Mane. Push you there, proper. (laughs) (laughs) And then up front, it's got to be the cannibal, Suarez. Yeah, it has to be. First, that's a quality 11. Go on, Ryan, what's yours? Um, What formation would I go for? I'll go 4 2 3 1. Um, So, Alisson, obviously, is like no brainer. Trent right back, definitely. Like you can speak about mm-hmm. Trent defensively all you want. What he offers going forward is way too good to like ignore in it. So um Van Dyke, obviously. Uh, bear in mind a lot of this team is gonna contain a lot of players who have still are still played or have played in yeah, the last few years because that's been our best team in this era. Well, do you get what I mean? So, yeah. Um yeah, Van Dyke, of course. Yes, Jez, I do. I do. Because the, the, the spam is... That's why I put it... Don't worry, you lot. I mean, I'm going to switch it back to subscriber only, but it's to get rid of the people doing nonsense with just no lives at this time. But yeah, go on. Yeah, so obviously Van Dyke. Um, see, the other centre-back's tough because if I'm going from what I saw, because I started watching us from 2007 mm. and Sammy Hippie was coming to right towards the end. He retired that's a right. year after that. Um, he left us a year after that. So it's kind of hard for me to say. But because I... I've heard so much about Hippie. I still saw some of him, you know, I've still seen clips. I probably would say Hippie next to Van Dyke, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Obviously, played a role in us winning um, the Champions League in 05 as well, which mm-hmm. would probably make me put him in there as well. Um, so, Van Dyke and Hippie are centre backs. Robbo left back, definitely. Um, double pivot. Is he, Alonso goes in. Um, I loved Alonso when, when I he was first couple of years watching Liverpool. I was gutted when he left as well. Um, the fucking Aquilani is dead. Um, but um, see, I'm I still sitting... think I know a, I I knew the perfect replacement for him, but he was unattainable, hundred percent. And he's Italian as well, so that's Dude, one thing. 
Uh, De Rossi. De Rossi. De Rossi would have been the perfect replacement. He was at Roma, but he's a one. He's he's like Totti, man. He's a one club man, isn't he? Mm -hmm. So it would have been hard. So where you at, Javi Alonso? Two other mid. Javi Alonso, yeah, but um. Actually, do I put in Mascherano for like a better balance? That Mascherano, Alonso, Gerard, because obviously Gerard's going in the ten ahead of the mob, of course. Um, so do I go for the Mascherano, Alonso, Gerard? But then Thiago, he's so talented. He's just been injury prone. It is on. A, it's based on ability as well. So yeah, I yeah, probably will say ability. Thiago then. So Thiago, Alonso, double pivot. Um, Gerard in the ten ahead of him, um, and then Salah right. Mane left, and yeah, Suarez up front in terms of ability it has to be Suarez. I mean, no lie. I, th I think Luis Suarez is probably. If you ask a lot of fans, and you even ask a lot of older fans, including my dad, who saw our great teams from seventies and eighties, great plays there. Mm -hmm. Most, a lot of them will tell you Luis Suarez is probably the best player they've seen play for Liverpool. Ball best, ball I'm talking ball. ability. Yeah, yeah he's probably no the most lie. talented player that's played for the football club. That team wins the quad. That team yeah. wins the quad, hundred yeah, percent. I think that's most. If you put most best 11s together, they win. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's most. Mm -hmm. Big up to TJ who said, question for Ram and Ryan. Are Liverpool going to be in a title race this season? He said, I have to hear this question all the time. Just passing it on. Bear in mind, for those that don't know, TJ's an Arsenal fan. Yeah. So that's why he's saying that. Ryan, we'll go to you. Are Liverpool going to be in a title race? No. And the reason why is I don't think there's going to be a title race. I think City City win it um, quite comfortably this season. I don't think Arsenal challenge. I don't think Liverpool challenge. So, no, nah, I think City are going to kind of run away with it this season, to be honest with you. First, what are you saying, Ram? Took the words right out of my mouth, Ryan. I agree. The exact same thing, in my opinion. I think we are just a cup. We are either a year or a couple of years behind City. City, what City have done, they've built a team and they're just adding on top. So if they got any dead rubber players, they just try and patch it up with younger players who are fresher and more willing to do what, what is necessary. So, yeah, for me, City, I think I still think it'll be close between us and Arsenal, in my opinion. But Yeah, I think so. But, but I, I, think, I was thinking about it the other day and... I was saying the only. I was thinking the only possible scenario. I'm saying possible. I don't think it happens. Where I could potentially maybe see us challenge them in some way is if we somehow get to January somehow, and I'm, I'm maybe within kind of a close distance to City, maybe like within maybe five six points of them by January, um, and we maybe go and make a couple of signings. Like we go and get a DM. We go and get a good centre back. And we kind of fill those two positions, which are probably the biggest question marks for us at the moment. Then possibly maybe we could go on a run. Like kind like maybe kind of like how we did in the season, we almost won the quad. You know, we were kind of behind them by January. We were quite a few points behind City. But then we went and signed Diaz, and that was kind of that was kind of made us go on. Do you get what I mean? We went on a great run after we signed him. Do you remember Ram? And that was yeah, a big yeah. one signing Diaz because that was a re real boost for the team and boost for the squad. And we went on a really good run and obviously almost won everything. So No lie. I want that to be Andrea. I want Andrea Trindash. Trindash I think we forward. I think we are gonna sign him in January, you know. Like I genuinely I'm like Who? I'm like seventy percent convinced. He's um, the Brazilian guy good. that we were linked with in the summer from Fluminense. Okay, okay. Um I've seen someone and, mention him in the chat still. And he's like I, I rate him. I think he's. I think he could be a, a very very decent player for us. 
The thing I mean? is, it's quite impressive that he's already getting into the Brazil national team. That's one thing I find very impressive because he's still quite young. And he's not exactly playing for like... Um, I know he's playing Brazil, but he's not playing for like a top European side who you'd assume those players would be getting into a national team like that. And he's playing for Fluminense at a young age and he's already getting into the Brazil national team. That's very impressive in my opinion. So, um, And I actually do think we're going to get him in January. Like From what I've heard and stuff, I genuinely do think he's the club are well going to go him. back in for him in January. He's doing well with them, as in they're literally in the semi-final of the Copa Libertadores. Yeah. The thing um, is, I think Inter. I think the club didn't sign him in the summer for a few reasons and that are actually understandable as well. I think they didn't sign him because out of respect for Fluminese. Because he had a thing is Fluminese didn't want to do a deal, negotiate a deal because they want to keep him for that Copa Libertadores. But there was a release clause there, so obviously that wouldn't be up to Fluminese. But I think out of respect, Liverpool were like, now nah, we'll leave you with him and maybe get him in January. But also the fee, the fee have the fee will be halved in January. We could probably get it for like seventeen mil, seventeen mil in January as well. So I think that's. I wouldn't say seventeen million. I say around about twenty five million pounds. No, nah, because I think his release clause in the summer would have been about forty million euros, and you could. I reckon you could get it for like twenty million quid in January. Like I genuinely think that. Yeah, maybe. Mm. That's that's uh V1 again. Big up for this super chat, man. Much appreciated. All the super chats, including this one, my guy. Flawless United on ability. Ah, Jesus. Even as Ram and Ryan were talking, this is tough. Ability wise, uh, I think it's easy. Goalkeepers, not goalkeepers. Who's the goalkeeper? Who? Schmeichel. I don't, I can't say verbatim. Schmeichel's definitely more talented than Van der Sar. I can. I don't really rate Van der Sar that highly. Yeah, you. I, I, he played for us for three seasons. I don't remember a mistake he made. Yeah, but you could also say he had a really, really, really good defence. But I still think so, Schmeichel's ahead. So, so did Schmeichel. But Schmeichel played with defence. Yeah, was, he had an yeah, exceptional defence. He played in front of the best centre back to me in the Premier League's ever seen. What are we talking about? The best midfield we've ever seen and the best centre back we've ever seen. What are we talking about? He also about, say he also he also played, what about the early nineties though? What about? It? Would you say that 08 team was better than them? Yeah. The 08 team was better, but that's not a shot at the 08 team's the best team we've ever seen in the Premier League. I still think is a kind of foreground conclusion in he my is opinion. 08, but to me, to ability. It's tough, it is between those two. I'll go Van der Sar. Uh, right back. We don't ah. really have any right backs outside. Did you say Van der Sar just to be the opposite of what I just said? No, nah, because Van der Sar's. If I did, nah, he's actually great. Van der Sar. Oh, we're yeah, doing. Did, we're doing ability. ability. Yeah, it's ability because he has the ability. That's what it is. But I would, if I, even if it was all time, I'd do Van der Sar. That's why I was tired, tossing, um, going through my head when I was thinking about it. Gary Neville, because there's no other right backs I can think of that we've had of any sort. Left yeah. back. Now I don't think he's more talented. You know what I'm saying? And that. Who's your backup right back, huh? You know what I'm saying? Finnan, yeah? Marcus Babel. But he's um, more of a centre-back. Yeah, centre-back, back, yeah. yeah I know he's more of a centre-back. Left-back, Dennis Irwin. Without doubt, he was a modern-day full-back. Mm, back not then. Patrice. Patrice Everett didn't take set-pieces. Dennis Irwin yeah. did. 
Dennis Irwin, yeah, two Also, he's ambidextrous as well. But yeah, yeah, two foot, two footed. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Ambidextrous, as you said. Took very right for left of the penalties. to be ambidextrous. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, he was right for it technically, but he was that good with both feet. I'm I thought he was left. Like, now he was initially a right back. Because that's oh. why, if you watch the clip on the overlap, when it's Gary Neville, Roy Keane, Stuart Pearce, Dennis Irwin, they spoke about it and how um, Sir Alex tried to sign Stuart Pearce. And he was like, and then Gary Neville said, if we would have signed Stuart Pearce, he wouldn't have gotten the team. Because Stuart Pearce would have played left back. Dennis Irwin would have played right back. And then obviously Roy Keane then said, yeah, we would have been much better. But um, yeah, like, so yeah, I have to go Dennis Irwin, but produce ever ridiculous. Yapstam. Already said, like I said, best centre back I think ever in the Premier League. Um, Rio Ferdinand goes without saying in terms of ability. Midfield's tough. Skull's definitely there because he's one of the best central midfielders ever. And then in terms of ability, is between me because I didn't see Byron Robson enough to say that I can't throw him in the mix. But everyone who's seen him, like when I talk to my dad and people who are older than me, they can't speak highly enough of Byron Robson and the performances he put in, even when we was bad. It's between Keane and Varane in terms of... A yeah, a lot of the, the old school part. fans love yeah. Brian Robson. Brian like he Robson was, people said guy. he was like Bobby Charlton. Yeah, he was like... Yeah, my pops is like... Trust, like, he was he was him. And, yeah, my pops is like someone who's like very, very, like, critical of my, and rightfully so of Manchester United players. It's between Keane and Varane because it's tough because you're talking complete opposites of what they were good at. Because Varane, from a technical aspect, ridiculous. Forget him with performance at Manchester United... As a player, like when he was at Palmer, that Palmer side cold, um, and then Keane's keen though. So you're looking at from technical, obviously is definitely the run. Mental is keen, and then physical is keen. So I have to go with Roy Keane because I don't just put ability down to technical aspects. That's just the way I broke it down and the best I can. But if someone said Veron, I'm not arguing you down. Ronaldo on the right hand side goes without saying. Ronaldo on the right hand side over Beck's. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's more talented than Beckham. Ronaldo's one of the best players. He's top. talent, talent. Yeah, in terms of talent, he's more talented. Than he's David more Beckham. talented. Yes, he's one of the most talented players ever at the football club. He's one mm. of the most like he's definitely he's one, one of the greatest the players ever. Yeah, he's one of the greatest. He's one of the greatest players in our Premier League. Like, if someone said he's top three for us in the Premier League era, I wouldn't even argue you down. Some Would people you say Beckham's more technically gifted than? I'd say technically yes, but everything else is Ronaldo. Physical okay. and mental. Technically, Beckham cool. We can argue that. You know what I'm saying like that's got, even though Ronaldo was a much. Um, Beckham yeah, doesn't Ronaldo have the imp- been three, four men and dribbles and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But technically, I, Beckham cool. I'll give you because he's he doesn't get the credit he deserves for how technically sound he was. Um, but yeah, I go Ronaldo. <laughs> Left hand side gigs. You know what I'm yeah, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, man, I'm even in the chat. I'm at two, I'm in two places at once. Um, Giggs has to be Giggs. I didn't see Lee Sharp like that. Um, Blumquist was a good squad player. There's no one else who played on the left. Now, top, one of them's tough. Cantona you could shoehorn him in. Who? Rooney. I was going to say Cantona gets in 110%. And then the other person I was going to go with in terms of just sheer ability... Robin Van Persie. I think just no Rooney. Wise, no Rooney. No. Van Persie's a good shout. As 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 Van Persie from an ab- a bear in mind the question. Ability. Oh Rooney's abilities. Uh... Ability was, yeah. He was and if someone said Rooney, yeah, Cantona are definitely there. And I have, saying, to go, I have to go. I have to go. I have to go. 
Van Persie. If anyone knows, Friday night at 9 p.m. on Sky One. If you know, you know. I'm just saying. Dream Team sayings, yeah? Um, nah, nah, nah. It would, do you know um, hmm. Wayne Rooney? Is yes. that Coca-Cola sponsored Wayne Rooney's... Um, I can't remember what it's called. It was street football kind of thing. Where you gotta get where you gotta um kick the ball into the bucket or uh try to get the ball into the Is he broke up on your end as well? Yeah, he has Ryan, you there. Um yeah, I'm here. Sorry, it's not <laughs> you. Sorry, I thought I was on me. I didn't I forgot. Sorry. Yeah, he has broken up. Yeah. This guy, yeah. <laughs> I'd be lucky to drop that piss. But yeah, ability. If someone said Rooney cool. I think it might be my bias as well because Van Persie is, he's one of, he's like outside of Cantona and Cole because that's who make my all time. Like he's my most recent favorite striker. So like that's Cantona good. and Cole are like 90s, early, early 2000s. I think Cole left in like 01. Obviously Cantona retired in like 97. Outside of that, as much as I love Rooney, as much as I love you, you know what I'm saying? The other strikers we've had, like Van Persie, who's my fav most favorite modern day striker. And we've had bad boys like Van Nistelrooy, for instance. Love Van Nistelrooy. Van Tevez. Tevez. Yeah, Tevez is another one. Exactly that. But I have even to Berbatov. You are Berbatov. Berbatov. Big fan of Berbatov as well. I see the list. I'm forget. There's so many. I'm forgetting York. You know what I'm saying? Share it. Like there's yeah. so many strikers Manchester United have had. Oli as well. But it's Oli as well. As a player, yeah. still don't discredit him. Quality. Yeah. Top quality. But yeah, I have to go Van Persie. Yeah, yeah, DJ. Mark Hughes is another one, even though he's slightly before my time. I'm saying, and big up to Beijing Pops hyping up. Uh, How Brian did you Robson feel when well. you signed Falcao? Because obviously, Falcao back then. That's was... at the time. Because we had yeah, Falcao, Falcao, and it was like then. Di Maria, Van Persie, Rooney. Rooney. I was like, yo, we back in. I thought we was winning it all. You had Mata there as well. So <laughs> yeah, I thought we was Mata winning it all. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Like, that, had... that looked scary at that time when yeah. you had Falcao, Rooney, Van Persie. I'm like you said, Di Maria as cold. well. It's, it's, it's very similar to PSG when you have Messi, Neymar and Mbappé. Why do you it think it never happened with Falcao? Like, why could he just never I think, get it going? I think the injuries just got to him. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, probably. Well, well, I think injuries just got to him. There we go. That's mm. the one. That That's it. Ram will be back shortly. Um, Again, continue to get your questions in. Also, V1, I know you did drop another super chat as well. Much appreciated. He says, and just quickly to G, you asked me this. Flawless, are, we, are you winning tomorrow? No. Best we can get is a draw. And I'm saying 1-1, one, one, and that's more in hope than expectation. But it's the manager got to set us up correctly. If the manager sets us up correctly, we have a chance. If he don't, good night, good night Vienna, as the OG Nuruddin would say. Um, big up to V1 for this super chat. Says January is the Asian, uh, it's the Asian and Af Asian Cup and the African nations. I don't think City lose players. Salah, Son, Onana, Amrabat will go, I think. And it is a concern if we do indeed lose Onana. Um, is there, is there a concern, Amrabat as well, for to the African nations? Is there a concern for you lot if you do lose? Is it just Salah you lot lose? Um, Endo goals as well, but like, let's be honest, no one cares. But like, uh, <laughs> I'll be real. Okay. <laughs> obviously, it's people nice. care. Obviously, Salah going. But to be fair, the, the team and the manager have already had experience with Salah going um, to AFCON a couple of years ago and actually getting to the final mm -hmm. and still doing very well. Like Our team mm -hmm. actually got through that. Um, at the end of the day and I'd say we probably have stronger attacking options to get through that now than we did back then to be honest with you so um, 
for a few you obviously you don't want it for you know a prolonged period of time like a few months but i think a few games um a few league games i think um i i think we should get through it to be honest without salah it, you know it might be tough but um i think we should get through it to be honest cuz cuz we've already gone through it and been okay i um it's kind of like i'm more confident about us getting um getting through it to be honest and like i said endo like who cares really but like still were you saying you worried about losing any players to the to the Asian Cup? I don't think you lose any players to the African nations. I don't think. Yeah, we lose Salah. Yeah. Oh apart yeah, yeah. Apart from Salah, yeah. Apart from Salah. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I don't think we have anyone else. I know for fact Matip doesn't play for Cameroon. Yeah, he played three years ago from Cameroon. Um. Yeah. Other than that, no one, no one else. So I'm not too worried about it. Um, it's that it's just that right hand side who's gonna play there. And it looks like Subwishlight might be having to play there a couple of times. Um hopefully it'll just be around about two games max because of that winter period. But if we get a good um good team in the FA Cup, say like a team from either non-league team or league two, league one team, we could play the kids basically, we could play Ben Doak there if we need to. But yeah, it is gonna be tough, but we'll have to wait and see, man, in my opinion. And just to Jordan, who said Onan has retired from Cameroon, reports have come out recently stating that he may be going back. Yeah. So we know he's retired. Mm-hmm. There is. And just quickly to Beijing Pops, love to see my Beijing's in the building as well. Says, did you say uh, Jesper Bumchrist is that over Kanchelsea? To my knowledge, Kanchelsea's played on the right. He may have played on the left occasionally, but he was predominantly a right winger. Because he was like before Beckham, it was, yeah, he did. Because it was him and Lee Sharp. It was Lee Sharp on the left and Kanchelsea's gone. But Kanchelsea's baller. Don't get him mistaken. Absolute baller. Yeah, without doubt, man. Definitely, you know what I'm saying? Definitely a fan favourite of um, the football club as well. Let's see what else you lot are saying. Andy said this earlier. Andy MU, big up, says, actually, before we get to that, still over 150 of you lot in the building, only at 60 likes. What we doing, people? Like, check, one, two, one, two. Like, check, one, two, one, two. Yo, bump up the likes people let's get up to 90 likes hit that like button if you are indeed new because you're here watching the show and whether you're watching this back after make sure you hit the like button if you're listening on one of the audio platforms make sure you follow on and five star on whatever audio platform you're on soundcloud spotify or itunes let's get us up to 90 likes only at 62 and subscribe to the channel as well there will be the 8k subscriber party friday at midnight people that's already on the schedule but let's hit the subscribers we're at 8109 let's get to 8120 people let's get 11 more subscribers there's over 150 of you lot in here and i know there's at least 11 people who have not subscribed Hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell and get us to 8,120 because it is rolled to 9,000 subscribers, people. But Andy MU says, does Klopp start in McAllister show how little he thinks of Endo? Ability or he thinks he's not ready? We'll go to you, Ryan, on this. It's, it's um, I wouldn't say like that. I think Endo was always brought in with the idea of being a squad player, not a regular starter. So... He, I think he was brought in as the James Milner replacement in terms of, you know, being kind of versatile. Obviously, he can play centre-back as well. You know, he plays centre-back a lot for um, for um, Stuttgart. Um, and um, so, yeah, and, and the kind of guy who, you know, you kind of bring on for maybe the last 20 minutes to see out a game and stuff like that. So, I don't think he was ever brought in with the intention of being a regular starter. So, I don't think it's like he thinks little of him like that because I don't think that was ever the intention. But starting McAllister, I think, as the DM recently, 
shows kind of what Klopp's idea of his midfield is going to be. So I think Klopp's ideal midfield long-term throughout this season is going to be McAllister, Sabozlai and Gravenberch in this kind of total football kind of thing. So, you know, I have my concerns about that. I'm not going to act like I do, but that is, I think, Klopp's plan. That I don't think it necessarily involves playing a natural DM like an Endo. Um, so, so, yeah, I don't think... So, I think Endo was always brought in with the idea of being a squad player. And I think playing McAllister there shows kind of Klopp's idea and plan. Obviously, Gravenberch isn't ready yet. He only just came recently. So, that's why Curtis Jones has played there. But in terms of profiles, it is very likely to be McAllister, Gravenberch and Sabozlai with Trent, in, with Trent inverting as well. People have to remember that as well. So... Um, so yeah, I think that's what it is to be honest. I think we all know Endo probably isn't good. Endo isn't good enough to be a regular starter for us. Um, so yeah, that's what it is. Faz, what are you saying? What are you saying, Ram? Um, I think it's it's rather not how highly he rates Endo, it's how highly he rates McAllister in his own opinion. It could be the case of he might see McAllister as a as better than he actually expected and better quality of player who could be more of an asset in different positions. Whether I agree with it is a different story, but um, I like, like Ryan said, Endo, I still believe we the plan was to get a DM and then Endo would come in as that extra signing on top just to cover um, because he can play in multiple positions, in my opinion, the way he, the way he is. So the way he plays and the way the quality of player that he is. Um, and the qualities that he possesses. Um, that's how he is. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I don't think it's, the, it's a slight endo, in my opinion. I think it's just how highly he rates McAllister. That's how I see it. You see, but, it's, it's it's very hard to really, because um, I, do can, I do hear you on that, but also throughout the summer, it was so reckless in terms of the plays we were going for that you didn't really know what Klopp's plan was or whether it was changing consistently. Because, first of all, you're in for Lavia. Lavia is more of a natural DM. Um, and I think he's a more of a sitting DM as well. So, I think he would have been something like Lavia, Sabozai, McAllister. But then, and he wouldn't... But then, you go for a Caicedo then, who I don't think is... I think he's a slightly different profile to a Lavia. Where, yeah, he is more defensive-minded, Caicedo. But I don't think he's like a sitting lone six do you get what i mean i think if you bring caicedo in you probably play a four two three one with a double pivot of him and McAllister. do you get what i mean like it was at brighton and you know you don't get caicedo or lavia so then you end up going for gravenberg who's completely not a dm at all like so it's a weird one and then you're obviously open to keep it liverpool were keeping tabs all summer of true many to see what the situation would be there because obviously of his game time last year and the fact we almost got him the year before, but obviously he chose Real Madrid. So Liverpool inquired about many over the summer. I know for a fact they did it more than once as well. But obviously, but obviously he's getting his game time at Madrid now. So obviously, why would he want to leave? So you don't know what the plan was, to be honest with you. That's the thing. It seemed to be changing every, like, every five minutes. Do you get what I mean? So, so yeah, it has been a bit reckless, to be honest. Like first, first. See what you like else are saying in the chat as well. Don't worry, like I said, starring the best questions. And if you do indeed super chat, I will get to it. Don't worry about that. B1 says best 11 in the Premier League combined 11 <laughs> United and Pool. Oh, this is going to be straight bias. 
Like that's what yeah. this is. This is this is straight bias. Like like it is. We'll we'll, we'll try. Big up for the super chat V one. We'll try and be Alison. as unbiased as per. Yeah, yeah, right, cool. You, 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 Alice. Well, go Alison. Right back, Trent. Cool with that. Yeah, yeah. That's so far. Stam sent one of the centre backs. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Rio the other. You go Rio Ferdinand. You really gonna yeah. try to argue me down? Not Rio, nah. Is that what we doing? Yeah, yeah. Is this what we doing? See how these men are. I gave them the first. What, two. what are we basing it on? I think we just have to go straight ability, straight ability. Then I'll say Billy and Van Dyke. You man saying Van Dyke over Rio. If we go straight ability, I'd put in Van Dyke still. We're saying no, we're saying over, forget ability, overall as a player. Like, so in regards to them, you know what I'm saying, as a player. Then I would go for Rio. Then then I would say Rio. You have a choice between these two players. You can get Rio, you can get. um, You can get Van Dyke. I'm saying Rio. If you want to go Van Dyke, we can half it. And just throw them both in the mix. You see, Van Dyke, his best was so fucking good. So was Rio, you know what I'm saying? But I think, I'll be biased. I do think Van Dyke for me was slightly better in terms of overall. That's cool. All right, we'll just half it and go Rio and Van Dyke. Why don't we call it, why don't we call it Rio Van Dyke? That player. We just both like left back, what were we saying? Yeah, Evra, Evra, I'd go. Because I never saw Irwin in it. Yeah, so yeah, I saw Everett, like, as much as I love Robertson, Everett's better than Robertson. Yeah. Alright, right, this is where it gets tough, fucking midfield. Are we going 4 2 3 one slash 4 3 3 or something like that? Yeah. I say 4 2 3 one Alright, cool. Well, Skulls gets in there. Skulls and Gerard. It's Premier League. Me. Would, I, would, I, would I put Gerard in the 10, though, instead? You're saying Skulls, Keen, Gerard. Yeah, I'd like, yeah, I think I think so. I think you go Skulls, Keen, Gerard. I think a more balanced midfielder would be Skulls, Gerard, Alonso. Do you know, I don't know. I, I think Skulls Keen Gerald's balanced. We are not leaving our rookie. This guy is. Skull, I think Colts Keen Skulls and Gerald is the most balanced one you can have. To be honest, I don't I know. We have a proper well, sitter well, in Alonso, well, you, isn't it? You've you've been out you, and like what Keen can't sit. Yeah, yeah I think I think Keen Skulls and Gerald is. I prefer him to be more box to box. Keen can be box to box too. He did all three. He did. He was. He he did the more attacking. He's done box to box, and then he sat. Yeah, we, me and Ryan actually agree. So we're going yeah, Skullskeen, Gerard. That's yeah, what we're going with. We're going Skullskeen, right? Um, his right ability, wing. yeah. Fuck, this is where it gets tough. We'll go. We'll go. No, Ronaldo, this is just player for player. Ronaldo or Salah. That's all right. We'll go left wing. We're saying left. Which one do you want? Do you want an actual winger, yeah, winger, or do you want an inside forward? Gigs, won't you? It's between Gigs or Mane. It's yeah, yeah. Two on the left. But saying? which one do you want? Do you want a winger or do you want an inside forward? That's the problem. That's that's a good point, to be honest. As did we just throw in both of them in there? Because it's tough. We did that's it. That's the thing, we it's so it. hard to compare because football's yeah, different areas. Yeah. Your best right, your best players are coming from that era. Our best players yeah. are coming from the last few years. It's kind yeah. of like... We'll go gigs and Mane then. We'll throw them both in the mix. Cool. Striker. Fuck. The cannibal. We go in Suarez. The cannibal. What are we basing I, this on though again? This is just again, you have both of them. You have both of, you can you have an option to sign either of them. Who are you going for? Who, who's your who's your shout? It's criminal. We can't leave out Ronaldo and Zalo. Are we throwing them in the mix together over that side? Oh no. Or do you just put Ronaldo up front and Salah right? That's what just I was thinking. Nah, I can't. Because Ronaldo's peak is a winger. 
His best was nah, a winger. Come on, bro. You yeah, can still put the guy he, on. He the was the best run. as a like, winger. Yes, but we're not playing. See, this guy, a joke, man. We're going Ronaldo through the middle. I, I, just, oh, think, just, I just think you can't change any man. of Ronaldo's. How are we trapping and chasing? How you're, just, you're, just, you're just doing so you this. Wanna, so, all right, you're waiting so to cheat. We can, we can go. We can go. Suarez through the middle. Ronaldo on the right. Then we can leave out Salah. That's, that's it. I just don't think you can leave out Ronaldo or Salah out of this. If that's what I, was I think you at... have to find a ways of having. Each yes, I'm not, I'm not chopping and changing people. I just think they're both too good that you can't leave any of them out for what they've done in the Prem. Both of them over a consistent period. You can, I just don't think you can leave it. But any of those two. Yeah, out. Jay-Z, it's a hard knock life, bro. What we're saying, people, is you have the option to sign them both. Come on, man. We talking, we know what it is, man. We're just looking at them as players. The, can the cannibal was just next level, though. Yeah, so so was Cristiano Ronaldo. And like, bear in mind, bear in mind, do you know what I'm saying? He's buddy, y'all you know what I'm saying? When you lot was on that with Alonso and Gerard and Torres and whoever else was in that team, Mascherano, etc. The cannibal bodied body teams as well no i'm talking about the winning you know what i'm saying they went head to head you know what i'm saying not with suarez but the point he didn't help you not win nothing what did you win we're gonna do that i mean one yeah, of the debates is difficult it? yeah yeah with bass there yeah, with Barca as, as the third best attacking brendan rogers a criminal man i still say if jürgen klopp was manager of that team we win we win. Yeah, well, it's, it's we, yeah, we yeah to honestly win. someone's going to get left out because it's kind of like that's the tough that's the difficult thing with this question that's the difference. I can't lie, I'm not leaving out any of Ronaldo or Salah. I'm not leaving out. Could do we? Yeah, we can't leave out Ronaldo or Salah. I think that's despicable to leave either of those two out. All right. So what are we doing? I'm putting Ronaldo up front, Salah, right? All right, cool. We'll go with that. Or even if you wanted to do it the other way around, because let's be honest, there's been times Salah's played up front no, for us. You can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They can alternate. There we they go. They can all interchange fans. Yeah, Ram just being a hater, people. That side. I'm not being. Yeah, I just don't want to chop and change people, man. You're just being difficult, man. Yeah, that's why I was on the bench, mate. Hold You're on, just man. cheating. How am I cheating? How? How am I cheating? How? How am I cheating? It's like when you say to me, when I say certain to you, you say certain to me, I'll say certain to you, and you go, you know what you're doing. I'm just asking you a question. I'll just merely responding to what you say. Yeah, but you're just cheating. You're just playing that freaking position modifier thing on FIFA, man. Yeah, man, 100% it works. You've used it on FIFA. Don't do that. <laughs> right then, yeah, dickhead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this guy's saying, I'm cheating for certain he uses. I don't even use that. I don't play my, I don't play FIFA no more outside of clubs. See that? Don't let these don't let these people like Ram trick you, you know, people. Fucking joke, man. But hey, V1, big up again for the super chat. Much appreciated. You see what it is, though? If Suarez had won that league title that year, I would have actually... Oh, he gets in 100%. I would have put him Sorry. in. Because I think that winning that winning that league title, carrying us to that league title because of how bad our team was, and it was a bad team. I'm going I'm gonna... to leave him out, but he didn't win it, so... I'm going to yeah. use have hopes terminology. That would have been doy. Degree of impossibility right there. Well, Mr. Guy who was like, Toddy! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That was happening, Yeah. <laughs> we see you have hope. The same guy who told me on, on the terrace and shout out to Terry and everyone over at the terrace. Oh, I'm saying Casemiro and this and that. And and then like, what was it? Casemiro. Oh, I did United finishing in the I top. Was, you know, I that was, was it. Manchester United finishing in the top three is not an achievement. Oh, I expected him to. And then there's a video came out that same day of him predicting a six. But we move. I was the only person. Oh, it was one of have hopes of people. Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. That's the hilarious. Like, stop <laughs> lying. Like, these things are not recorded. You know what I'm saying? 
Why just give the team credit? You didn't have us in the top four at the start. Oh my days! Do you know how hope was on um, that football Terry's top six show that Terry does yesterday? Yeah. Oh my days! When he was talking about Chelsea, it was the funniest thing. Man called it boldly thing like an anti money laundering scheme. Or something, <laughs> I was in tears. Shout out, though. And uh, up to Daniel for this super chat as well. Much appreciated, my guy. Says enjoying the show, guys. Having a funny back and forth arguing with some Leeds fan in the chat. Ha ha. All in good faith, but we all hate Leeds. See, that's what I knew, Daniel. I messed with you. You know why? Because you are right. We all hate Leeds. And I'm forgetting, Doncaster's Yorkshire. So we got the same ups. So you know what? I fucks with Doncaster more so now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to say something. Enemy of my enemy is my friend. Shout out Doncaster, man. Doncaster Rovers, you lot are real ones. You know what I'm saying? Best Rovers in the country. Who cares about Blackburn? You know what so I'm wait, saying? if, if we, we both about? hate City, so are we friends? No. Because we hate <laughs> each other too. You know what I'm saying? The hatred is more. That's what we're talking like... about. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? You are number one up. And I, I, again, for people who may not know because they're not from Manchester or Liverpool, the rivalry is much more than football. It's a city, like, it's a, when I say it's a city rivalry, like, it's Manchester. Yeah. Like, they don't like Manx. We don't like Scousers. Before I was even, like, on rivalries in football like that, that was just a well-known fact. Heard some of the Scousers and all these Scousers. That's just what it is. And the, the two cities, you can drive there in half an hour. 40 minutes. Like, that's mm, how close okay. they yeah, are. Yeah, the M62, in proximity. isn't it? Like, it's legit. It's a 45, 50-minute train ride you can get there. Like, so, just to clarify, people. So, yeah, man. I, Daniel, I knew that. You know what I'm saying? You was my guy and I liked you. Man said, we all hate Leeds. And then, remember, Doncaster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I didn't know who else Leeds is rivals. Yeah, fuck Leeds. You know what um, I'm saying? I've got a question because cool. this, this popped up. If in history you were, you were able to... um prevent someone from being incredibly injury prone for your club who would it be that's a good question um we've had a couple probably louis saha oh Saha was cold yeah because he's one of the best he's what in terms of talent he had everything i used to you know what i used to quick strong like in good in the air, hold the ball up, spinning behind, run channels, pin he the used defenders. to love scoring against Chelsea, though. Yeah, like before we bought him, he he dusted us on the opening day. Dusted us, I think they beat us. Yeah, for Fulham, they yeah. beat us, I think, 3 1 or 3 2. It might have actually been at Old Trafford, dusted us in the game, and then we signed him, I think, either that season or the season after. But yeah, for me, Louis Saha, but honorable mention to uh Ronnie Johnson and. Owen Hargreaves as well. He See, so I've, got two. That, I've got two. I've got two for us. Go and watch your two. See, I'll, I'm not going to say Sturridge. And the reason why I'm not going to say Sturridge is because at the time Sturridge was injury prone for us, we weren't good in it. So I don't think him being fit for us would have had a massive effect in terms of us doing anything big as a team or anything. Do you get what I mean? But I'm going to go for either Torres for us because I genuinely think if Torres was, especially in that season, we went head to head for you for the title mm. in 08 09. Torres was injured for... I think he only made 24 league appearances that season out of 38 because of injury. So if he'd have made... If he wasn't injury-prone that season, I genuinely think we would have won the league, in it Because we had a lot of... We drew a lot of games that season where we we couldn't finish our chances. And if you put Torres there, we get more of those wins and we win the title, I think. So I say either Torres or I say Thiago in the last... Um, since he joined. Because we've actually... We reached our peak as a team when we won the Prem. That if you'd have had a fit Thiago more, I think we probably could have won the quad, to be honest, because we could have got results that 
he wasn't playing in that we dropped points. There was two games that that would help your case. The Brighton-Brentford game that season, you know. Tottenham away and Chelsea away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tottenham away was a big one, actually, because maybe we drew 2-2. And Chelsea away, we were winning 2-0 and we needed him just to calm the game down. Yeah. Because that's why I'd say Torres and Thiago, because they were two plays that were that good that I think if they were more fit at the times they were with us, I think we would have won more in it. Mm. So, yeah. Mine would have been his old school, Harry Kuehl. Harry Kuehl, all right. So the thinking behind it was because we we sucked on the wings back in the day. Our wingers mm-hmm. sucked. And Harry Kuehl was meant to be that guy because Harry Kuehl was tearing it up for Leeds. Teared it up for Leeds. And the guy... Kept on getting injured all the time. And we used to play Stevie at right wing and sometimes even left wing just to cover him. It was so, it was so crap. And we used to spend money on trying to get wingers and they just didn't end up working out. Um, And apparently, I I didn't know this, but apparently Rafael Benitez was keen on getting David Villa. He was. When he was at at Valladolid. There was always links back then of, and I was always dreaming of bring Villa in so we can have the Villa Torres. We can have the Spain partnership at our own club. I always wanted that, man. Um, yeah, yeah, and Villa, and I think at the time we just couldn't afford him because one, we had to put money into other parts of the team and we just couldn't be able to put up any money for David Villa. I think he came out and said that Rafa Benitez wanted me to come, but then nothing really came Did we get about. Robbie Keane instead? No, this is age. This is when he was at like this is before Valencia. Oh, so it would okay. have been 2005. Oh, so he was early times. So, and I think I think someone I think it was Guillaume Balaguer was like, if Liverpool got Villa, I don't think the Premier League would have known what to do with him because he was something completely different from what um, the Premier League actually saw. So yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's fair. Well, again, Daniel, big up for this super. Also, if Van Dijk had never got that injury, I think we'd have three Premier League titles. Genuinely, we would have won that. We would have won the league the season he got injured. We would have had so many more league titles. Like every league title we lost in them nineties and them early two thousands was due to injuries. Every single time someone was missing. Every single time. But you know, we move. It is what it is. Large up to everyone that is tapped in. Though. We're at 71 likes. Let's continue to bump up the likes. Daniel, again, big up for that super chat, V1. Big up for all the super chats. And so Jason, who asked me this, Flawless, how do I, how do I feel about Carlos Tevez? Um, we didn't sign him. And he went to the noisy neighbours. I don't have an issue with that. I'm not you didn't sign him. him? Yeah, we didn't sign him because we had him on loan. He was at our club and we had him on loan. I thought he signed him. him. No, no, because in the last game he played for us, the, the the Old Trafford faithful was singing Fergie, Fergie, sign him up. Like, that's where he signed him. Like, that was the chant. And I don't know if it's because, if it was a money thing, I don't know if it's because him and Rooney was too similar. But for whatever reason, we didn't put in, we didn't make an actual official bid for him. Don't, I still don't know why. I don't think what? Sir Alex has even said what it is. Yeah, go Didn't on. Fergie have problems with his agent? It might be that. I don't even think he said. To my knowledge, I don't remember Sir Alex actually speaking on why we didn't sign him. And then he went to the noisy neighbours. Here's the thing with football. I fully understand that as much as I love the club, not all, 99.9% of the players at the club see it as a job. They don't love the club. They don't love Manchester United the way I love Manchester United. 
Liverpool players, the vast majority of them, 99.9%, don't love Liverpool the way Ram and Ryan do. We gonna be here regardless. When all these players leave, all the players in 20 years are no longer at Manchester United, I will still be here supporting. Same with Ram, same with Ryan, both supporting Liverpool. Same uh, to Daniel Doncaster Rovers, etc. That's why I said 99.9%. You get the occasional one who loves the club like a fan. Most don't. Most see be it a as a higher. job. You know it will be a bit higher because for, for cool. some reason Liverpool and Manchester United always produce incredible talent in, yeah, the, in them cities. Bro, that's, we no, not but, bring this but, no, but no, we don't. But that's another thing. That's another myth. As long as you're playing, Scott McTominay came through. Are you Franks? He tried to leave this summer. But he ain't a United fan, is he? Yeah, he came through the youth system. I thought he's like a, a Celtic or Rangers fan. Nah, he's he's, he's from, not even Scottish he's from, like he's that. He's from he's, Preston. He's, he's born in Preston. Yeah. He, oh, where you been? You know what I'm saying. He's the not point even Scottish that, like that, bro. The point that I'm making is going. That's why even Welbeck scoring shout out to Welbs because if someone's gonna score against it, let it be someone who's former. I understand it's a job, and he's someone who's mm. United fan came through the ranks. But guess what? I don't think he wanted to leave. But the point that I'm making is, I don't um, have an issue with players leaving and going to pursue their career elsewhere. Go do your thing. Like, I understand what this game is. I don't look for loyalty. Look at Harry Kane. Yeah, I don't look for loyalty. I'm saying. Are you performing at the club? One, do you want to be here? Two, are you performing? They're the only two things I care about. If the two answers, two answers to those questions are yes, cool. If, if there's a question of no to, if there's an answer to no to either of those questions, I'm concerned. Do you want to be here? Are you performing? It's really that black and white for me. You don't have to love the club. You don't have to sleep in the club pyjamas. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to kiss the badge. You ain't got to know the history. Word to Roy Keane, do your job. That's all I care about. Do your, that's it. Couldn't care less about all this extra stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like we've not had non-Manchester, like I remember, if I remember correctly, I think Oli's a Liverpool fan. If I remember correctly. Yeah, a Liverpool fan. Yeah. yeah. And he scored one of the most iconic goals ever. You think that change? I don't. I dislike him because no, he's still one of the best strikers I've ever seen. Joe Van Dijk is a United fan. Yeah, what are we talking about? Madison's a United fan and he's at Spurs. Yeah. What are we doing here? So yeah, Kevin I, De De Bruyne is a Kevin De Bruyne is a Liverpool fan. Kevin De Bruyne is a Liverpool fan. Yeah, I have no issue with what uh, with with Carlos. Josco is a Liverpool fan. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, massive. He's, 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 he's been twerking for us for a while. But we did just didn't pay up in it. Well, that's it. That's why I'm not really no. too fussed. I'm really not too fussed. Let's see what else you like. And it's great. You know what? I know this channel's made it when I see a Doncaster fan and a Leeds fan going back and forth in the chat. That is great, man. Championship beef. Let's go, man. I accept that. That's a real one. You know what I'm saying? I like that. But yeah, yeah. Big up to everyone who, no matter who you support, I'm here with the ops, man. Like, it's all love and you lot are being respectful. So you already know. Let's see. Is there any other questions you need to get to? I think that's all the best um, questions. Yeah, pretty much so. So, yeah, who's your last next game? Uh, obviously, um, forget last. The Premier League. Um, West, West, Ham. Oh. West Ham at home. Expecting a win, Ram? You know what you're saying? It's going to be tough, but because at home, I do feel a little bit confident. But it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but I still expect to win, in my opinion. First. Um, what are you saying, Ryan? Yeah, I, I completely agree. At, at home, um, I, I'm quite confident against anyone we play at home, to be honest. Yeah, you know, 
Um, we're very strong there, have been for a few years. And even our home performances this season have actually been okay, in my opinion. Like Villa, we were excellent. Um, Bournemouth, apart from the start of the game, I thought we were really good as well, to be honest, even with 10 men. So I, even though West Ham are a um, good team and they'll, it'll be a tough game, I'm, I'm confident we'll win. Also, use Klopp, use Antonio's words as um, a team talk, oh, innit? Because that guy's been chatting some oh, yeah, shit. He said, he said West Ham will go finish above... Um, Us, what's yeah. it called? Thanks, I, I, thanks I for our team talk. Yeah, but it, it, you know what it is? It's more the Salah stuff he was saying, which I'm like, use that as a team talk. He's acting like he... Oh, Sa- I, he was like, I know Salah wanted to leave, but the club just, you know, kind of... Kind of He's sort of like saying maybe kept him prisoner in terms of making him stay and stuff like that. It's like, bro, don't try and tell me you're a West Ham player. You were in those negotiations or anything like that. Like, shut up in it. Like, genuinely. Like, so that's the thing. In terms of West, saying West Ham going to finish above Liverpool, I think that was just a bit tongue in cheek and stuff like at the end of the day. So I don't have a problem with that. It's the Salah stuff that I had a problem with, to be honest. So like, I'm like, use that as motivation as team talk for Sunday, man. And, you know, go smash him in it. There we go, go smash him. There you go, people. I was saying, just go smash him. <laughs> um, <laughs> big up to Bajan Pops as well, because he put the ops with a laughing emoji. And yeah, 110%, like, don't get mistaken, Bajan Pops. You are up because you're a Liverpool fan. However, because you're Bajan, you're family. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it works out. Like, that's just legit what it is. You're on the right side on one thing and on the complete wrong side on the other. But you're still my guy regardless. You know what I'm He's saying? the right that's side on, on, on both both things, man. Just on the Bayesian side, 110%. Shout no, out but both, both, as well. both as yeah. well. Both as well. That was another thing, actually. I can't, I didn't realise there were so many, there were so many um, Bayesian, uh, people of Bayesian descent. Seen so many Bayesians at Carnival. The amount of Bayesian flags I've seen. I was like, I need to get one for next time. Well, but we move. Let's see Bayern, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. What of did course. you think of that? Did you see that clip of Gary Neville? I think it's only oh. it's being tweeted now where he said before just before the season started that hmm. Jurgen Klopp would swap our mid our midfield for yours. <laughs> oh yeah. So he said the names as well. He said Mount Casemiro, Bruno, um Ericsson. I think Jurgen Klopp would swap his midfield for that. Like oh. that's, just, that's just his biasness. That's what yeah. I put it down to. That's just guy. Gar- I know. I don't think it's bias. I think it's the lack of knowledge of the. Player. I think it's the lack of knowledge of the players that we actually bought. You know what the crazy part is? I think if it was flipped, he's not saying that. If you had our midfield, mm. and we had your midfield, I don't think he's saying that. I don't think he's saying we'd, we'd you'd swap your midfield for ours. I think it's just the United Liverpool. Mm. That's what I think it is. I, I, I just. I just oh. don't. I just don't think he knows or re- I don't think he knew about our players. Knew how good they were. Yeah, which is fair. Which 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 could be a thing. You know which I don't blame him. He's not a scout. He's he's basically there to talk about mm-hmm. Premier League. So he wouldn't know anything about the Bundesliga. Wouldn't know anything about Eredivisie. But it's yeah. what it is. That's legit what it is. And yeah, Beijing pops, of course, man. Big up and respect. You already know. And that's to everyone of every descent, whether it's Caribbean descent, African descent, whether it's Asian descent, wherever you are from, somewhere in Europe. Don't matter, people. We have people from Australia in here. Whatever continent you are, you you are, you know what I'm saying, descendant of large up to you, man. It's worth Sarcasm City TV really is worldwide. To Jason who says flawless, where do you stand on the Casemiro debate this season? People are doing too much. And it's kind of like as soon as you turn 30 years old or over 30 and you have a bad game or have a bad run of form, which Casemiro is in, all your legs have gone. Like you can't have 
bad games and a bad run of form when you're 25. I'm saying we're watching Bruno and I've watched Bruno and I use him as the example, have so many bad games for Manchester United. Why is no one talking about Bruno's legs are gone? What are we talking about here? Like you can't have bad games. Same way if someone's 18, 90, oh, he's too young. Which can be, but you can have bad run of form when you're 23, 24, 25, 26, when you're in your quote-unquote prime years. So in regards to the Casemiro debate, I think people are doing too much in regards to his legs have gone because I don't look at any of his poor performances and go, that's a lack. That's you. That's the, your age catching up with you. He's been poor on the ball at times. That's nothing to do with your age. He's not track runners at times. That's not, uh, Him not tracking El Welbeck, it's nothing to do with age. You're just not switched on. It's a lapse in concentration. That's what that is. Now, if he chased down Welbeck and didn't catch him, maybe you say that. But then again, Welbeck can shift. So that's a whole different conversation. So where I stand on it, he's a, he's a world-class player in poor form, in my opinion. He's definitely being yeah. like left out to dry that don't well. help that's what i was going to get to as well is he in the best possible predicament absolutely not and that's adding in to it because he wasn't in the best part even though he was in a better predicament last season he wasn't in the best possible predicament last season but i would because, say he's in the middle he's in the middle yeah. of the times where you actually is conceding goals like he's in the heart of it but that's that's not his fault yeah, it's because not so, it's not solely on him yeah, yeah, yeah. thing it's is i've been saying i said especially when you signed mount that I can see Casemiro going on that Fabinho decline. And I don't think... I think the Fabinho decline is different, to be honest, because like, Fabinho was declining rapidly. Like, what his was just a joke in it. I don't think Casemiro's is that bad in it. I, it I, is that bad as Fabinho's. Like, because I think Fabinho, and I've said this to you, Flawless, before, like, I think he was yeah. declining from the year before as well. I was getting on to Fabinho for ages, whereas Casemiro had, a, had a, a very good season last season, so... Um, I think it's a bit different from that, but there was also elements of Fabinho also being left out to left out to dry as well by our midfield around it being crap as well. But um, but yeah, I, I, Casemiro definitely isn't being helped by um, the players around him as well. Yeah, so. I like legit like that's what it is. So not only is he not playing well individually, and Casemiro by himself is not up to the standard, then so he's dropped off. And then you've got little to no help. Martinez, who was such a help for you defensively last season, has also dropped off. On top of that, we're then playing a different system. So you're not next to Ericsson, even though he can't, he doesn't have the mobility, is at least a body in there to assist you in terms of just screening. Yeah. And then you've got Varane's also missing. And then everybody's playing worse. And everybody confid everybody's confidence is lower. So yeah, with Casemiro, I fully expect him to um, turn it around because I still, and I stand by this, world-class midfielder. Still believe that. But even world-class players go through poor form. And that's all it is. Same way if he played these five games and was exceptional. Well, exceptionally, no one would be talking about his age. When he turns it around, which I fully expect him to turn it around. Like, for instance, the Arsenal game, no one were talking about Casemiro. The Forest game, no one were talking about Casemiro. Ooh, I would like, argue the Arsenal game, that first goal, they were talking about him. It wasn't I so. That's, that was a, whole, that's, a, that's a whole... Ericsson should have got closer, but that's a whole team goal. Because mm. there's no way you should concede from kickoff. Ah, that's everybody. That's ev yeah. that's the entire eleven, including him. So I'm not going to pinpoint that on him. Same way I'm not going to pinpoint Ericsson because it shouldn't have got to that point. Because every man is behind the ball. So guess what? Everybody's at fault. That's why I have no issue with him in the Arsenal game. I have no issue with him in the Forest game. Wolves game, he wasn't good, but he was also left out to dry. Um, Spurs game, he wasn't good. I'm trying to think. What's the another game? And 
The Brighton game, he wasn't good. But that's just legit. It put Rodri in our team and he doesn't look like the Rodri at Manchester City. 100%. You see people say, yeah. oh, Rodri would be... No, he wouldn't. Would he still perform to a certain quality? Yes, because Rodri's of a certain quality. But would he look like Rodri at Manchester No, because it's a team game. It's not a one-man sport. But I fully expect Casemiro to turn it around. I know Flawless and United fans will like this, but screams Fred right now. Here's the thing is with that, Jason. The problem that Fred is a miss tells you where we're at. <laughs> the fact that he is actually a miss, and I agree with you, is a problem because Fred is not good enough. Same way Mount's not good enough, and it's just bad signings. Moving on Fred was the correct move. Signing Mount was an incorrect move. So that's why we're in the predicament we're in. Fred wasn't good enough. 110% not. But Mount is also not good enough. Like people get mistaken, like people use that. I have to use Bruno as the example, but it is what it is. When people say, oh, Bruno's your best attacking midfielder. Okay, and that's why we've been shit for 10 years. Because he's the, I know he's not been here for 10 years, but the amount of time he's been here. That's why I, he's part of the reason. The fact that that is the best we can put out is why we don't, um, why we can't challenge, why we don't, we haven't competed for a Warrior J Big Up. We haven't competed for a major trophy competed people forget winning we haven't competed for a premier league or a champions league it's not solely on him but that's part of the reason if your best players are not up to the standard what's the rest of your squad saying well we move can i discuss i wanted to discuss something about ram with us actually i wanted i was thinking about it before the show um i was thinking about more about the balance of our front three because i feel like you know what it is with I think the best way in terms of controlling a football match and, you know, making sure, you know, you pin an opposition, is pinning an opposition back, pinning the opposition team back so they can't get out and they can't really get at you much, which is what we did second half against Wolves. But I think a lot of that comes from the balance of the front three that we play. And I just think that if Salah is to continue this new role, you know, that he's doing, or basically um, dropping more deep and being a facilitator, being a creator and getting more on the ball, like that, playing more ball to feet. If you have like, if you're playing a front three of him, Gakpo, who's primarily ball to feet as well, and then a Diaz, who's also primarily ball to feet. I just don't think that works because teams can push up against us quite easily and therefore put pressure on us. That's why I just think if you, especially in particularly, if you actually have Salah doing that creative role, Nunes actually has to play. And I'm not even a massive Nunes fan like that. But if you're doing that, Nunes actually has to be a regular starter in that front three, to be honest with you. Because one thing about Nunes is he's actually the only one out of that attacking options who will regularly run in behind by stretch hey, defence. Big up, man. Big up, G. Go on, carry on. Yeah, big up. Big up. Because Nunes is the only one that will actually run in behind and stretch defences. Because even Jota, you saw it the other day, even he's primarily a ball-to-feet player. Whereas Nunes is the only one who will stretch defences. And you saw the impact that had against Wolves. Nunes comes on and that pushed Wolves even more back. That pushed their defence even more back, made them drop even more because they were terrified of his pacing behind. And I just feel like Klopp kind of doesn't see that at the moment, in my opinion. Like, what do you think, bro? I think you have a point that I think our best front line at this moment is Nunes, Salah and Diaz because, mm. what, like you said, Salah has been playing a different role. He's not more yeah. of a goal-getter now. He's now dropping deeper. He's mm. starting to collect the ball, starting to play ball to feet. He's not getting on to the end of stuff. And Luis Diaz has never been that player. Luis Diaz always yeah. drops deep so he can collect the ball and run with the ball. Yeah. What you need is someone to be in the box and occupy the box and be there at the right moments to score goals. That's why I say Jota, even to an extent, 
is better as a striker he is. rather than a left winger because you just need someone in the box that can put the ball in the back of the net and occupy the defenders. That's why Gakpo ain't working well because yeah. when he does drop deep, who is he going to pass to 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 play the ball forward? No one because Luis Diaz is to his left and and Salas to his right. No one's in front of him, mm. so it's, it will be difficult. You have a point there, but I don't know what Klopp sees. So but it's 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 thing is it thing is it's like I said I'm not even a massive fan of Nunes like that. But what Nunes's attributes are. He's the only one in our attacking options that will do that in terms of stretching defences and running in behind. Naturally, centre-backs are... Defenders are going to be... Uh, that's their biggest fear at the end of the day. That's what they don't like. So, naturally, that forces them to drop back and that makes us easier to pin the opposition back and gain all control of that game. You saw it against Wolves, second half. That's what happened. We pinned Wolves back, especially when Nunes came on, and Wolves couldn't get a sniff against us. We had complete control of them and they couldn't get out. They didn't create one chance against us that second half. Same with Aston Villa as well. Nunes started that game and that was our most controlled performance of the season, dominating performance of the season. That's why I think Nunes' his attributes, whilst he's not a great player, actually forces opposition to drop deep and allow us to have control over them and to, um, and to dominate the game. So that's why I actually think Nunes has to play, especially if Salah continues... Um, playing this kind of creative role, which he's doing brilliantly at, by the way. He's doing fantastic at it. But if he's continue doing that, you have to start Nunes. It's that simple. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. Yes. I'm saying, I fully hear that. And Flawless yeah, knows I'm not a massive Nunes fan like that. So. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Hey, but love to everyone that's locked in. Big up. Like I say, whether you're watching live right now, watching this back, bump up the likes. We hit 78 likes. Let's get us up into triple digits as well. Don't forget, we are available on all audio platforms as well. SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Wherever you listen to podcasts, type in Sarcasm City TV. I'll drop the links in the chat again. Make sure you follow us on Kick. Because that's where you will get so many Premier League watch-alongs, Champions League watch-alongs, fan calling shows, plus more all over on the Sarcasm City TV kick. Download the app for free, sign up for free. That's where we was at technically yesterday now for both the AC Milan-Newcastle game. Well, the AC Milan-Newcastle game and the PSG versus Borussia Dortmund game as well. And as well, we'll be live all season long, like I said, for Champions League games. Premier League games, FA Cup, League Cup, etc. You're going to get NBA content over there, NFL content over there, F1, boxing, plus more. And like I said, fan calling shows. Make sure you subscribe to Ram's channel, though. The link's in the title, people. The Ram stand. Click the link in the title. It opens up a new tab. You can subscribe yeah, to Ram's YouTube channel and also find all his socials through there. What are you saying, Ram? What you got coming up on your channel? Let them know. Yeah, man, it's just... Trying to sort out stuff. Uh, personal life has been a bit crazy at the moment, but yeah, trying to sort out some preview, a preview for hopefully the last game on either tomorrow on Thursday, and then another preview on the West Ham game, and obviously a review of the last game afterwards. So yeah, stuff to come along, people. Just bear with me. Bear with me. Yeah, there you go, people. The Ram stand. Any anything else you want to add, Ram? Before we do indeed close out, just give. Like, comment, subscribe, follow my channel, follow Ryan on socials, and yeah, enjoy life, man. That's all I got to say. Enjoy life, Ryan. Anything you want to add, fam, before we close out? Uh, yeah, he's been been a great stream again. Um, and yeah, big up everyone in the comments, big up um, you and Ram as well. So, and yeah, man, um, yeah, that's it, really. Been a great stream.
It's like I said, people, just drop the kick in the chat. Please follow us over there. We're trying to get monetized. We have gone over 40 followers. So we're trying to get over 50 followers. I need like to I said, dip now anyway. You don't want to miss out. Man. Hey, Brian, love every single time. Bigger. Yeah. Bigger, man. You know I'm saying every single time. But yeah, you lot over, get over to the kick. Because I don't want to hear, oh, how do I get on the channel and murder terror and all this type of stuff? I keep doing that. Wrong one. Wrong background. There we go. That's the that's the background. But yeah, I don't want to hear how do I get on the channel when I have the fan calling shows and you don't have to be a United fan. You can oh you could call in, talk about whatever you want to talk about from within the footballing world, people. So it's like that. But like I said, so kick, make sure you download the app, sign up, follow us on there, please. Also, this show, all the other shows on the YouTube channel are available on audio only platforms, people. SoundCloud, Spotify iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, type in Sarcasm City TV and this show and all the other shows will pop up. So you might want to listen while you're cooking, you might be cleaning, driving, might be at work, might be on your way to work. I'm saying you may be at the gym or you might just not want to have the YouTube app open. So SoundCloud, here's with the follow button, make sure you do so. Spotify, please make sure all you Android users, anyone who listens to music on Spotify, all, pod all podcasts or both. Five star us and follow us on Spotify and then all you iPhone users, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, type in Sarcasm City TV, five star us on there and make sure you leave us a review, please. But you lot continue to support, man. Big up, much appreciated. I see my G Eddie in the chat every single time. Says great show. Glad you lot have enjoyed it as well. I've enjoyed the show. It's been a good show. Yeah, man. It really has. I'm not as miserable as I thought I was going to be. But Eddie <laughs> says it here. Dope show, my Gs. Much appreciated. Let's see what else you are saying. Andy says, uh, great show. <laughs> Freeload is like at least, man. Yeah, man. Hit the like button. Big up, Daniel. Good to see Doncaster Rovers as well. Says, thanks for the good show. Uh, thanks for a good show, Flawless. And to end it all, we all hate Leeds. Facts. 110% facts. Without doubt. But big up all the Leeds fans still watching. You lot are real ones. Just not your team. But we are going to close out. Let me see if anyone's live. If not, I'm just going to send you lot to the Manchester United watch along. Obviously, later on today. That's what I'm going to do. So that'll be later on today. Manchester United versus Bayern Munich, people. Manchester United versus Bayern, well, Bayern Munich versus Manchester United, I should say. That watch along will start 7.30pm. 30 minutes before kickoff, right here on the YouTube channel. I'll be here. Eddie will probably be in the building. Mertaz will probably be in the building. And then following that, Q&A, Sarcasm City Sports Q&A, where we answer all your footballing questions, all your sporting questions. That is indeed at midnight. But love to everyone who's locked in, man. Love you lot. Continue to support. Got to see all the regulars, all the green usernames, all the members. Big up V1, Daniel for the super chats as well. Appreciate it. And this has been the Manchester United Liverpool Show. Mandem United Podcast. Analysis at Anfield Podcast. Live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Big up.